Should the state of Illinois ban semi-automatic weapons and magazines that have more than 10 rounds in them? I want to hear from you now at 217-629-7970. That's the phone number, live and local. Again, 217-629-7970. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Call in live. I answer the phone, put you on air, and we'll hear your thoughts on whether or not we should ban certain types of uh, semi-automatic guns. Proposal at the Illinois State House from a Democrat out of Deerfield getting support from gun control groups and victims groups who are uh, victims of uh, uh, gun violence supporting the measure, saying that uh, we need to prohibit the sale and possession of semi-automatic handguns, shotguns, and rifles. But also they say that uh, we need to end the sale of what they call high-capacity magazines. And uh, this, of course, is going to be sparking all kinds of different debate and lawsuits, even, if the measure ultimately passes. Uh, But I want to hear from you. Do you think this is the right thing to do? Again, 217-629-7970 is the phone number here with Springfield's Morning News. You can also email me, bishoponair at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and you can connect and comment that way as well. So, uh, for people who don't know, um, you know what a semi-automatic weapon is. It's pretty common. I think probably more common than not now. Uh, modern weapons uh, have uh, the the ability to rechamber a round after a uh, a round is fired, uh, and uh, to to have that rechambered round there needs a magazine to feed the ammunition into the chamber so that uh, the next round is ready to be fired at the pull of a trigger. That's what semi-automatic is. Uh, We don't have a plethora of fully automatic weapons. And um, despite what some people think, fully automatic weapons are not banned in the United States. You just have to have a certain license to be able to get fully automatic weapons. For instance, over in Las Vegas, uh, they have ranges where you can drop 400 bucks and, and shoot, you know, 200 rounds of five different types of guns. And uh, they're fully automatic. You know, it could be like an Uzi or an M16 or maybe you want to fire a 50 caliber rifle. Uh, you could do that as well. Uh, but uh, those are those are specialty, you know, areas where people have the license uh, to be able to allow for that. Uh, but semi-automatic weapons are not fully automatic. It is one trigger pull per round fired. It just so happens that... That seems to be the most prevalent type of handgun, a semi-automatic handgun, be it a nine millimeter, uh, be it a forty caliber. Um, yeah, the, the 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 pretty common semi-automatic handguns, but you also have common sporting rifles. Uh, the AR-15, one of those, uh, and it's uh, uh, it doesn't stand for assault rifle. Uh, AR uh, stands for something different, uh, but uh, regardless, the AR-15, it's a very, very popular style of rifle, a sporting rifle. It's semi-automatic, comes with, um, uh, you know, a lot of times a standard 30-round capacity magazine, uh, and shoots 223 caliber ammunition, uh, which is 
really small when you think about it. Um, close to a to a 22 caliber. It just has a little bit more oomph uh, with the amount of uh, uh, gunpowder in the cartridge. Uh, but you also have uh, you know the 556 uh, round that uh, some AR-15s are ch- are chambered for. Uh, so you have that available. Uh, but when you start getting into this minutia, you don't really have a common uh, understanding amongst those who are looking to regulate these things. Uh, But I'd love to hear from you at 217-629-7970. Should the state of Illinois prohibit the sale and possession of semi-automatic weapons? Uh, 217-629-7970. We'll go right to the phones. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Your thoughts. Hey, don't forget, Joe said a nine millimeter. Uh, all right, you got you to come in a little bit different. All right, uh, I, I know the voice. I've heard the voice before, and well, let's just say you haven't been uh, too kind to the airwaves. Um, but uh, to the to the arguments here, you've got uh, a, a a Second Amendment fundamental right, and the Second Amendment reads a well regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, if you want to, you can dissect that sentence. Some people will say, well, it says right there, well-regulated. That means we can regulate it. That's not necessarily the case, uh, because at the tail end of the amendment, it says the right shall not be infringed. So how do you how do you have well-regulated that then shall not be infringed? Uh, those two things don't don't really mesh. Uh, what some interpret that that clause, a well-regulated militia being uh, a, a ready-to-go, in good working order, group of people who have the ability to access sidearms in times of, of trouble. And uh, you go further into the Second Amendment from well-regulated, again, being you know in good working order, not having government regulations on it, uh, but in good working order, because a well-regulated clock tells you the right time. Um, you go further, and it's, and it's a well-regulated regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. What does that mean? The security of a free state doesn't mean secure from deer or quail. Uh, it doesn't mean, you know, secure from rabbits or other vermin. No, the security of a free state, a free state being one that's free from tyranny, one that's free from violence, one that's free from harm to you and your family, the security of a free state. Then you go further. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So with that, should Illinois prohibit the sale of semi-automatic weapons? Good morning. You're on WMAY. Morning, Greg. And of course, the answer being no, they should not prohibit sale of semi-automatic weapons. Um, but I have always tried to explain to people, and again, it's the best and worst explanation that I can think think of for a well-regulated militia is an old west posse, and that is they they you get a posse to together within you know. A ha- a half an hour on those Western shows. That's what they end up doing. They get a posse together to go find a guy to go, you know, basically per, protect them, you know, one of their people's land. Um, and that's kind of what it is. They get it together really quick. It's people that they 
that's the sheriff trusts with his life and they get they you know find each other or the sheriff goes town to town saying hey i need a i i need people and so they have each each other and they go out and get the job done in my opinion that is a well-regulated militia in a Pinch. Well, and, not, and, be, you know, and being necessary for the security of a free state. Now, um, you know, posse's have uh, have a tainted history as well. I mean, they were used for all kinds of exactly. nefarious things too. It's the best and worst. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and and that's in my opinion exactly what it is because a posse never ne- wasn't always just for we're going to go shoot this guy. You know, we're going to go find this crook or who or whoever. It was they needed. That the sheriff needed help to help protect the yeah. the town, and that's exactly what they did. Well, and again, it wasn't uh, you know uh, to keep uh, society free from deer uh, or you know rabbits. It was uh, for the security of a free state. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy is the phone number. Appreciate the call. Uh, but uh, again, I want to hear from you on this. Uh, do you think that uh, the state of Illinois should ban semi-automatic weapons, uh, as is being proposed? And what's being proposed is also a prohibition of um, magazines that have more than 10 rounds in them. And the estimation is anywhere from 2 million to 10 million such magazines exist in Illinois. And that could lead to a lot of people overnight all of a sudden being a criminal uh, for being in possession of these things. Uh, The law proposed, the proposed bill, it also would allow you to have your semi-automatic rifle, but you would have to register it after a certain amount of time with Illinois State Police. What happens thereafter? Who knows? Uh, but in this debate, you're going to hear a lot about uh, so-called weapons of war. That's a, that's a term that's going to be thrown around a lot. Weapons of war. And uh, you got to think, when the, when the Second Amendment was written, what was the weapon of war at that time? It was a, a, a flintlock musket. It wasn't an AR-15. Uh, so, you know, if people are going to make that argument, well, you know, the, the the weapons now are so much more sophisticated. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but the, the, the founders of the country who wrote the Second Amendment didn't spell out there this particular model of musket, uh, you know, flintlock rifle. Uh, it talked about arms. And uh, I think that the definition of arms is really where you're going to come down on uh, what is acceptable. Uh, And some people point to sidearms being a pistol and a rifle or a shotgun. Uh, And uh, we'll see how this argument plays out. But, of course, uh, it's not the last time we'll have this debate. 217-629-7970 is the phone number here with Springfield's... Getting your phone calls at 217-629-7970 on what you think about the prospect of banning assault weapons in Illinois. And by assault weapons, they mean weapons that are semi-automatic, be it a pistol, a shotgun, or a rifle. And semi-automatic rifles are among the most common firearms that are purchased. And uh, they're also looking to ban uh, magazines of more than 10 rounds. And one thing that uh, you've heard from uh, some of the uh, the players in this space, including Senator Dick Durbin uh, years ago, uh, making this uh, this claim, and also uh, even President uh, Joe Biden recently making this claim, uh, saying that if you need more than 10 rounds to shoot a deer, you shouldn't be hunting. You're a horrible hunter. How, how dare you even think that you should be out there hunting if you need more than 10 rounds in a magazine? 
Well, again, back to the Second Amendment, because we do uh, uphold our rights in this country, be it the First Amendment right to free speech or the Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. It says nothing in the Second Amendment about hunting or sport. It's not about that. It's not about how many deer uh, you can kill or how many rounds it takes for you to shoot a deer. Uh, That's not what the Second Amendment's about. The Second Amendment, again, a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. Nothing in there about deer or vermin uh, or sport or you know clay pigeons or anything like that. Uh, so I think you know, getting back to you know some of the arguments against the the prohibition that's being proposed here. They look at uh, what the U.S. Supreme Court has recently done out of uh, cases in New York, uh, where they're saying that it's no longer a balancing act. You need to look at the intent of the amendment. You can't say, well, it's the public interest that uh, outweighs the balance of somebody's rights. Uh, so there's there's more of like a, uh, um, a text and tradition trajectory that uh, the U.S. Supreme Court's taking on gun cases. Uh, and that very much calls into question whether some of these gun control schemes that are being proposed across the country and in Illinois would be able to um, sustain a, a lawsuit. So groups are already saying that uh, if this measure does get brought up in Illinois and passes and is implemented, uh, there will be lawsuits immediately. And we'll be watching that space closely. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more debate on this uh, in the months and weeks ahead, especially as you've got the new legislature coming into session after January 11th. This uh, likely is going to be one of the major first issues they do uh, to try to get that across the finish line. Uh, And how downstate Democrats are going to vote on that is going to be interesting as well. Uh, but ultimately, I think, you know, the, the, the reasons that people are wanting to prohibit semi-automatic weapons, they point to mass shootings that happen, uh, and uh, they seem to overlook the gang violence that happens, which is much more prominent, and the gun violence that happens in inner city communities. And uh, instead, they point to the mass shootings, saying we need to limit access to these semi-automatic weapons. But when you look at some of the mass shootings, especially in Illinois, Uh, The Highland Park shooting, what happened there? You had a 19-year-old who was visited by police for a suspected uh, suicidal attempt. He then um, was uh, visited by police again after uh, threatening his family with knives. The knives were taken. The local police then issued a clear and present danger report to state police. Despite that, state police gave this individual, the suspect, a FOID card upon his application with his parents as a sponsor. Despite having a clear and present danger report, the state police gave him a FOID card. He then went and legally purchased guns with his FOID card and allegedly used them uh, in a mass shooting out of Highland Park on July 4th. So how do you fix that? Well, state police claim that they've uh, tweaked some language to ensure that they can use these clear and present danger reports. Uh, But regardless, they're still wanting to go after law-abiding citizens ability to own semi-automatic weapons. You look a few years ago in Aurora, uh, where a uh, warehouse worker went into work with a gun and shot and killed people. And uh, he was supposed to have his firearms taken and his FOID card revoked, but state police didn't follow through with that. 
so you've got these instances where some mass shootings should have been curbed but weren't. Uh, and uh, who's to blame for that? Is it the law-abiding gun owner who has never shot or killed anybody? Or uh, is it uh, you know the, the people who drop the ball in enforcing the law that's already on the books? Uh, so these are all, of course, things that will be debated for uh, the weeks and months ahead. Good morning. You're on WMAY real quick. Good morning, Rhett. Real quick, yeah, you know, forcing the law has become a, uh, something that's un, un, unkind. But you see, you're taking advice, our president, or Joe Biden, advice from a man that says, take your double-barrel shotgun out on your balcony when there's a problem and just shoot all your rounds off in the air and then stare at them menacingly, and that'll protect your home. But that's the guy that's leading our country, that's protecting our country, that's trying to set the laws for the people of this country. And it's lunacy. Yeah, that's not very smart idea uh, to shoot into the air uh, because what goes up comes down, uh, and uh, that that could cause all kinds of other problems. So that wasn't the uh, the best advice that uh, the vice president at the time gave to people, uh, saying, "Well, if you got an intruder, just uh, you know, shoot a shoot a shot into the air. Eh, it's going to come down somewhere. Uh, hopefully, it's not on uh, anybody. Um, but uh, well, again, we'll we'll have a lot more discussion about all of this with Springfield's morning news on ninety two seven WMA." Why Springfield's news.